Talk About It Thursdays, brought to you by the Student Relief Team. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Talk About It Thursdays. I hope that all of you are doing well and staying safe. I know it's been a tough year, but we're going to be okay, so just hang in there a little longer. This week's episode is going to discuss some very heavy content. So just a disclaimer for anyone who may not feel comfortable listening, um, you can give the description a quick read and feel free to tune out anytime. Today, we're going to be talking about suicide prevention and just kind of get into some common misconceptions um, about suicide, some things you may hear someone say who may be suicidal or facing suicidal thoughts, and just some ways in which we can approach the situation. Suicide prevention is something that is very, very important, and it's a topic that needs to be discussed in society because to help someone, we need to know what to do and essentially how to help. And like I mentioned in a lot of these episodes, you can actually find a lot of this info online. So searching for tips on suicide prevention, how you can help, how to communicate more effectively, and even how to just be there for someone. All of these can actually be found online. And there's actually a lot of organizations that revolve around this topic. So they've actually put out tons of resources that are accessible to everyone. So if you are more interested in this topic and would like to learn more, I strongly recommend um, searching up some of the resources that you may be able to find, Um, yeah. So I'm going to start with some common misconceptions or myths that people believe when they think about suicide or hear about it. A lot of people actually believe that those who speak of suicide would never actually do something like that, and that isn't true at all. Usually, people who bring up the conversation of suicide may actually bring it up as a cry for help. It may just be a way for them to get their emotions out there and seek some sort of support. So don't ever assume that just because someone's mentioning it doesn't mean that they would go through with it. Another misconception is that people who have suicidal thoughts are crazy or insane. Again, I'm sure that most of you know that this isn't true, but a lot of people who actually have suicidal thoughts are just under a lot of distress or emotional pain. And that doesn't necessarily have to mean that they have a mental illness of any sort. Another group of misconceptions is the whole idea that individuals who are suicidal do not seek help or are unwilling to seek help, and that nothing can really stop their actions from happening in the first place. So what's the point of helping? You can probably see a bunch of issues here because none of these things are actually true. Like I said before, A person may seek out help, may talk about suicide, and this may just go unattended. And sometimes there's so much that you can do to help just by simply talking to them or being there for them. And that kind of takes me back to why this conversation is so important and why this information needs to sort of be um, put out there for the society to become more aware on what's going on and how we can help. It's important to start moving away from these misconceptions so that we can move towards a more open society, right? And it's a society that accepts, that confronts these difficult conversations in an effective way. So some of the things that 
you may see or hear from someone who is um, thinking about suicidal thoughts or is suicidal. So just some, I guess, warning signs are talking about suicide, right? Simply bringing up the conversation, um, maybe out of the blue or just bringing up the conversation in general can be a warning sign, right? Talking about dying, about self-harm, all of these things are warning signs and you need to kind of get into that conversation, talk to them to figure out what it's exactly about. Another thing which I think a lot of people in today's society, especially students, right? We talk about death all the time. We're like, oh, I'm just dying. You know, I'm dying through this work. I would rather die. I don't want to do this. And it's become so normalized for us to say things like this that when our friends say it, we don't take it as seriously. But it needs to be taken seriously because sometimes it could be meant in the most possible um, serious form. And so we need to start thinking about that and kind of digging deeper, right? So having no hope for the future, feeling kind of helpless or hopeless and feeling like you're stuck and not going anywhere, right? Feeling like things are never going to get better or things are never going to change. All of these can be warning signs. Another thing that I don't think a lot of people think about is self-hatred. So I'm actually going to talk about this in a different episode, but just just to kind of get into it is just feelings of guilt or just self-hatred in general. So not feeling like you're enough or feeling like you're a burden, things like that, right? Saying things like, oh, things would just be better without me. You know, what's, what's the point? It's not like me being gone would make a difference, right? Things like that. If anyone says this to you, or even if you feel this way, it's important to seek help and it's important to seek guidance because um, oftentimes these thoughts uh, mean a lot more than what they may mean on the surface level, right? So it's important. Another thing is withdrawing yourself from others or someone in your social circle perhaps stops coming out to the events, stops talking to you all of a sudden, you know, they kind of stay in their room or let's say you have a roommate who kind of just doesn't hang out anymore it's important to check in right because you never know um increasing your social isolation things like that um wanting to be left alone all of these things are warning signs so i'm going to get into just some things that you can say or some tips on how um you can kind of start this conversation with someone if you're feeling like something's going on or something maybe um something might be a lot deeper than it seems. The first biggest tip, right, is to speak up if you're worried, if you're concerned, if you feel like something's a lot deeper than it is and you need to have a conversation about it, right? And it's okay if maybe you can't start the conversation. You can get the advice from a professional or um, talk to someone else, talk to a friend, talk to a family member that may be um, close to this person that you're worried about and get them to talk to them, right? Anything to kind of figure out what's going on. And what's important is knowing that the words that you use are so powerful. A lot of us don't really think about what we're saying consciously, and sometimes what we say can actually mean something else to someone else, right? We all have different meanings, and 
sometimes someone who is suicidal may take what you're saying in a completely different way. So it's important to look up guides on how you can speak to someone in an effective way. Um, but I can just give you some phrases that I found online, and I think they're they're very like simple and they're a good way to just get the conversation going or even just show someone that you're there for them, right? Um, open up that space for them to feel safe and secure to have a conversation. So things like you're not alone, right? Things like I'm here for you. These seem small, but someone who's facing all these these dreadful thoughts, right? It's so, so big to them. It's something that means a lot to them. And so just by saying it, you're actually, you have such a big effect on them that you may not even realize. Another phrase is something like, um, hey, you may not believe this right now, but the way you're feeling is going to change. It's not going to be like this forever, and we can work through it together and help you feel better, right? Um, things like, I may not know exactly what you're feeling, but I care about you, and I want to talk about it, and I want to be there to help you, right? What can I do to help you feel better? All of these things um, kind of relate back to my empathy versus sympathy conversation, but it's just being empathetic, right? Being empathetic, being there for them, showing your support. And it's okay if they don't want to talk about it right away, right? Just being there for someone does so much, so much, right? So those are just some of the phrases that maybe you can use to start a conversation or just just say to your friends, right? Say to your family, they're, they're just important. Um, so I actually found this list of do's and don'ts on suicide prevention. And I'm just going to say those as well because I think they're they're really important. So some of the do's are being yourself, right? Don't change and don't make it obvious that you're concerned, but you know, or start acting weird, but just be yourself, just be the same person that you are. Be that person that they love and care about. Let them know that you're there, that they're not alone, right? Um and find the right words, right? That's the most important part is making sure you're finding the right words to say. Another thing is to listen. This again goes back to my sympathy versus empathy. Um, I know I'm bringing it up so much, but I think it relates a lot, but listening, right? Let them vent out their feelings. Let them tell you what's wrong and just listen, right? Just because that's the best way to know what's happening is to listen and to listen consciously, right? Listen consciously really take in all the information that they're giving you no matter how like negative it seems just the fact that they're telling you is a good sign right it's good that they're opening up to you and telling you what's going on another thing is being sympathetic um, i'd actually change this to being empathetic right um, yes you can be sympathetic but talking about someone's feelings is more effective when you relate to them and you um, you kind of show them that although you may not understand, you feel what they're feeling and you want to feel their emotions with them, right? So be empathetic and be non judgmental. No matter how they feel, it's okay. They can tell you and they can be themselves, right? Another important do is um, offering hope, right? Reassuring them that help is there if they need it. If um, they need some kind of support, you can help them find it. You're there for them, obviously. Let them know that 
their life is something that's important to you, right? A lot of um, suicidal people in early stages will stop like making plans. Like I said, they'll kind of withdraw from society. So making plans with people in the future and kind of looking up to that, being like, hey, I'm really excited about this thing that we're doing in four months, right? I'm so excited. We're gonna have such a good time. It's gonna be great, right? Things like that. And of course, the biggest, the biggest thing is taking the person seriously, right? Um, if they say something like, I'm just so depressed, I just can't do this anymore, right? Ask them if they're having thoughts of suicide, right? I know it's a difficult conversation, but it's something that needs to be brought up because when you bring it up, that's when you open up the space for conversation and you're making such a big change just by bringing up the conversation. Some don'ts are arguing, right? Don't argue with them. Don't say things like, oh, you have so much, you know, to live for. Your, you know, suicide is going to hurt the family, you know, snap out of it. You're just feeling this way right now. But like, it's, you know, you shouldn't be, don't put the blame on them for feeling that way, right? Our emotions are important. And yes, sometimes they can be negative, but putting the blame on someone for feeling the way that they're feeling is not going to help the problem. So like I said, instead of arguing with someone about how they're feeling, just be there to listen and offer guidance. Another thing that not a lot of people think of is promising confidentiality, right? Don't be sworn to secrecy. Don't say anything like, oh, I won't tell anyone. Because when someone's life is at stake, right, you need to find a way to speak to a professional. You need to get professionals involved. You need to find resources that are going to help them. And sometimes that involves telling someone else. And although, you know, you may feel bad for telling someone else, know that this is something that needs to be told, right? Um, and needs to be kind of uh, put out there. So um, that's also one of the don'ts. The last thing I kind of want to talk about is knowing the risk level, right? Um, ask them if they have a plan in mind or means to move forward, right? These are the things you want to get out of the conversation. You want to figure out where they kind of stand on the topic and how they feel, right? Um, things like a time, a location, all this kind of stuff. And I know, I know it's heavy, heavy, heavy conversation. It's very, very hard to talk about these kind of things, but they make the biggest change. And it just needs to be something that you bring up, right? So I know it's, it's hard, um, but like I said, there are so many guides online and so many resources that you can access that can help you and that can kind of teach you how to communicate with someone effectively or go about um, having a conversation, right? And that's kind of all I'm going to cover in this episode. Um, I hope it taught you something new, um, gave you some tools. Like this, I think that suicide prevention and the conversation surrounding it is just so powerful and it's so helpful. But always remember that if you or even someone you know, right, suspect any possible thoughts of, of suicide or self-harm, please, please, please contact a professional or talk to someone about it, right? family, friends, anybody, just talk to someone. Feel free to even talk to me about it. I know we may not know each other, but I'm always here to have a conversation, no matter how uncomfortable, right? We're in this together, and we're going to find a way to find you the support that you need, or even someone you love may need. 
right? And we're going to get through this. So yeah, I'm here for you as well. And like I said, there are helplines available 24-7 to speak to you, to get you the resources that you need. And there's resources online as well. So you're going to be okay. And the person you love is going to be okay if you go out and you get that help, right? Um, with that, I'll end this episode. Thank you for your support and thank you for listening. Let's make a change together, even when we're apart. That's it for me, folks.